0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode one of the Love is the Frequency podcast, also based on the upcoming book, Love is the Frequency, where I show you how understanding love can improve the quality of our lives and the lives of those around us. During each episode, I encourage you to open your mind to a different level of thinking, where you search within yourself for solutions to the challenges you face. Thank you for joining us today. What we plan to do in this podcast is to cover three things that will help you on your journey of allowing love to transform your life and the lives of those around you. I'll talk about why. Why is love important? why am I writing this book, why am I doing this podcast, and why learning more about love can help you on your journey. Then I'll talk about how, how this podcast and how the book is going to help you. Lastly, I'll talk about the what as we explore some definitions of love and the specific definition of love that I'll be using for the podcast and the book. So let's dig right in. Why? Why love? Well, you may have even heard people sometimes say that love is so powerful that we may never experience true love in this lifetime. Well, that's quite an interesting statement. Um, I think it represents some truth, but not all all truths about love. If there is a force or a higher love, more powerful than love, then we need to define it as such. However, love, as we as humans understand it, should be clearly defined, even if there are multiple meanings. So basically, I'm just saying that if love, if we can never experience love as humans, then we need to have a definition, a different definition of love. And that definition for what it is that we can never experience needs to be defined as a higher love or something other than love. So I believe that the love we need to thrive will end up being primarily the love we give ourselves or vice versa especially when our environment is not giving us what we feel we need. Everyone is not going to grow up in a loving household. The truth is that many of us as humans grow up with challenges. Um, Some of us don't grow up in loving families, not because it's not intentional, but maybe because our parents or our siblings did not know how to adequately show us love. And, Everyone will not grow up in a loving family that allows you to thrive emotionally. And not receiving the nurturing love we need is not an excuse for not thriving. We still need to be able to adapt and to become mature adults. It's up to us to find that love within ourselves. Yes, we all need love. Uh, However, the love we need may not be universally understood as the solution to our problems. I do believe that once we realize we want and need love, we should begin to explore love within ourselves. So this is, that's kind of the why. Again, I'm not necessarily, as I've mentioned before, I'm not speaking about romantic love. I'm speaking about a longing that most humans have to be cared for and to care for others to be loved and to love others and the desire that i believe we are all born with is to love ourselves and to love others it's definitely an ongoing process but the love we need can be found within ourselves first the love we need has far more to do with our personal and inner and inner development than with re- than it does with receiving love outside ourselves So once we do the internal work and understand the depths of love, we can then elevate our views and show love in our actions and show love towards ourselves and others. The love I discuss in this podcast and in the book will allow you to understand yourself better, be true to yourself in the core of who you are without being selfish. It'll also allow you to embrace the differences and similarities you share with others, while appreciating and acknowledging your own uniqueness. You will live a rich and fulfilling life, embracing the perfection of being imperfect. You will have a more sincere and rewarding relationship with yourself and relationships with others will be more sincere and more rewarding. And you'll understand your, yourself better so you can better Communicate Your Intentions. So let's dig into the definition of love. Okay, here we go. (laughs) So what is love? Well, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary has many definitions of love. And although all the definitions are important and represent various aspects of love, for purpose of this podcast, I believe the 4A definition uh, is is more, uh, more relevant to what we're speaking about. And the definition that the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary has is, love is an unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of another, such as the fatherly concern of God for humankind, brotherly concern for others, a person's adoration of God, and... Um, the definition, the definition of benevolent, uh, we can say is uh, compassion, kind, and warm-hearted. So, in in that regard, and there are three aspects to to the Merriam-Webster's definition of love that is more applicable to to the podcast and to the book. It's the fatherly concern of God for humankind, brotherly concern for others and a person's adoration of God. Now, the ancient Greeks also believed that there were eight types of love. And although we're not gonna dig deep into the eight types of love, I will talk about some of the love, some types of love that may actually be relevant. So there's a euros, that's passionate love, Um, There is a playful love. There is self-love, which is definitely relevant to what we're talking about here. There's obsessive love. There is committed love, family love, friendship love, and compassionate love, which is also known as agape. Agape is, which is the passionate, the compassionate love, not passionate, compassionate Love is a selfless, unconditional love for the entire world, neighbors, strangers, everybody. Existing on the spiritual plane, it is the highest form of love and the one in shortest supply in today's society. Empathy fuels agape love, which is given freely without any desires, expectations, or judgments. I really like that definition. And I do want to give credit to the source, which is uh, http lonerwolf.com, which has the, these definitions. Now, the self love that the ancient Greeks uh, have also discussed is loving yourself is the bedrock for loving other people. Having pride in your work, taking care of yourself, and maintaining a loving inner dialogue are all parts of. It's called phalasha, and I may not be pronouncing it correctly, but this is considered the self-love. Now, self-loathing people have little love to give. After all, you can't love your neighbor as yourself unless you love yourself first. And beware of the negative form of this self-love. We're not talking about narcissism. An ancient Greek idea that we know all too well today, narcissism is defined by self-obsession, vanity, and a narrow focus on one's personal gain. That's not what we're talking about here. Here, We are talking about a different type of self-love where you're able to love yourself. And because you love yourself, you can openly love others. Now, as I mentioned, uh, there are many philosophers who, who openly don't believe humans can or will experience love in its truest form. They believe that love is something that we strive for, but because of our limitations and judgments, we can never obtain this ultimate feeling for ourselves or others. And I disagree with that. I believe that we can obtain love. I believe it's it's an ongoing It's an ongoing challenge that we have to work towards, just like losing weight or getting in shape or getting healthy. So if it's true that what people think that humans or some philosophers think, so to speak, uh, that humans can never experience the highest form of love that exists, then we must be able to define the highest version of love that we can experience. And we must be able to do this in a way that all humans understand. So therefore, I choose to use a revisited definition of love. My de- definition of love and the definition I'm using for the podcast and I'll continue to, to speak about it and for the book, it is to desire the maximum level of happiness, well-being and success for yourself and another person or being regardless of their behavior attitude, beliefs, actions, appearance, or other external factors. I'm gonna say that again. The definition of love that I believe is accurate and which this book and podcast is based on is to desire the maximum level of happiness, well-being, and success for yourself and another person or being, regardless of their behavior attitude, beliefs, actions, appearance, or other external factors, external or internal factors. So you are loving yourself or another or and others, regardless of any external or internal factors, regardless of if they show you love in return, regardless of their behavior, attitudes, beliefs, actions, appearance, or other external or internal factors. Now, to show love is the ability to demonstrate your desire for the maximum level of happiness, well-being and success for yourself and another person or being regardless of their behavior, attitude, etc. When a person's a person or being's behavior is not favorable or to your liking, you are still able to show that person love. You're still able to show yourself love, even if you may sometimes behave in ways that you don't necessarily agree with, or you want to change a certain behavior, you are still able to love yourself. For your loved ones, your children, your family, your friends, you love them, even your neighbors, people that you don't know, regardless of their behavior towards you, you still love them. You have a level of love. You still want the best for them. And that's my definition. You want the best for them. You want the best for yourself. What we are going to focus on is wanting the best for yourself because you have to have self-love first in order to love others. So as I mentioned based on our definitions, the definitions that I've defined for this podcast and for this book, if these are the truest definitions of love, then we, as I said, can only love someone else when we love ourselves first. Now, it's easy to show love to a person or being when their actions are favorable to you. We love our pets because they wiggle their tails. We love our children because they're cute and they represent us in a certain way. But of course, when they become teenagers and or are at a stage where we somewhat disagree with their actions, we still, for the most part, love them. Uh, And that is important. So that is a part of love that is a part is included in our definition regardless of another person's beliefs or behaviors we still show love we still are able to love the definition of love that we're using is to desire the maximum level of happiness well-being and success for yourself and another person or being regardless of their behavior attitude beliefs actions appearance or other external or internal factors I thank you again for joining the Love is the Frequency podcast. During our next episode, what we're going to cover are some barriers to experiencing love. These may include fear, uh, judgment, enabling, anger, aggression, toxicity, narcissism, competition. We're also going to cover removing some of those barriers. Again, I want to thank you so kindly for joining our podcast, The Love is the Frequency, episode one. Please stay tuned for episode two. I love you and take care of yourself. Bye now.